You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Curious fuckers, we have some exciting updates and news. That's the oh BBC like going in. Yeah, so we actually have our launch date for our Patreon. It is the ninth of what month? October. 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 I knew that. Ninth of October, guys. So make sure on the ninth you go and check it out for that extra deliciously interesting juicy i don't want to say juicy because you always say juicy but it is juicy it's fucking juicy it is fucking juicy it's so juicy it's like a watermelon (laughs) we spill we we spill all the teas all the teas all the british teas yeah sticky sweet tea you're listening to fucks given the one with ross Hello curious fuckers. I'm Reed and I'm Florence and together we're come curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram, every Thursday we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks and the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. welcome hello hey. thanks very much for having me how are oh, you so i'm good. grand this is very exciting so exciting <laughs> I, I am. I've, been, I've been thinking about this like all week i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god Yay, so um so this is your second ever podcast <laughs> yes my second ever um the first one being the one i did with you read um for tricky which will be out very soon um, yeah, bbc sounds baby yes. talking about sex work which is really cool yes mm. it's very cool it was awesome to do very very yeah. it was awesome i mean it was so cool actually being in a studio florence and i haven't been in an actual studio since what lockdown mm-hmm. since march so um we're missing it we're missing it but it's just i'd i'd never set foot into one in my <laughs> life before i went to that one um, but that was your second one that day because you had done the cancel culture yeah podcast, yeah which was, was awesome i listened to it i thought it was absolutely awesome i was a podcast um, whore that day absolutely yeah getting into all the podcasts <laughs> Um, so Ross, please tell our lovely curious fuckers a little bit about yourself. Uh, so my name's Ross, I'm 29, I live in Edinburgh, um, and Well, it's age, age, sex, location, ASL, what's your ASL? Oh yeah, yeah, it's very, very, <laughs> yes. I remember I ASL. love that, that was great. Oh my god, absolutely, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I have, what I like to think is a relatively su- successful OnlyFans account, um, and I do my escorting Whoa. as well. I was doing some escorting before lockdown happened. I'm not meeting anyone during lockdown because that's a dick move. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it has been quite nice though because I've left the like the account active so like I can like m- make arrangements for after lockdown. And yeah. I think it's going to be really popular. Like Edinburgh's a beautiful tourist destination anyway. 
but actually i think we're going to see a lot of people coming for like little city breaks just because they won't be as keen on international travel yeah and i'm going to be so fucking busy it's going to be great <laughs> yeah all the and facts a- am i correct Absolutely. am i right in remembering that you work in healthcare and have a non-monogamous relationship um, yeah, I do. I work in healthcare and I'm in an open polyamorous relationship. Um, so uh-huh. I live with me, my, well, I live with me, um, my husband <laughs> and our partner. Um, and we've been together as a throuple for about, uh, we just celebrated our sixth anniversary last week. Wow. Oh, six years. I know. And I've been with my husband for about eight, eight, nine years. Um, I think my husband <laughs> was in the kitchen getting a snack. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't hold that against him because it's, it's snacks. So curious, fuckers. We have a little bit of a mix-up in today's episode. Not a mix-up, actually. It was, a, mix a, a, up. A, it was me that was a supposed refresh. to be here, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, That's we not what really, I meant at all. <laughs> we are really excited that this is the first episode of a slightly tweaked format. So you will Ooh. be hearing a few different sex-related questions. Uh, yeah. Well, what's it called? Topics. So yeah, thank you very much, Ross, for breaking us in to this first and a new format. We're really excited. Uh, so am I. I'm very excited to be here. This is awesome. Fuck number one. The last fuck. My last fuck. So my last fuck was three days ago. Um, and it was late at night. I'd gone to bed. My husband came to bed a little bit, a little while after me. Um, so I, sh- me and my husband sleep together most nights, and my and our partner sleeps in his own room because he likes you know, mm-hmm. his own space. And um, but we do yeah, we do space for anything things like that. Um, so I'd gone to bed. Husband came in. And you know you know how when the other partner rolls over and like you, your skin touches and you just know it's on and you just oh, you, you know yeah, it's, just, it's, yeah. it's like that electricity in the air sort of thing or like yeah um, oh how does that even happen but it does yeah absolutely it's yeah. It's, i think it's easier if it's a guy that's getting into the bed because you can just feel the erection and you're like yeah okay yeah, you, feel like, that's you feel like insane. digging into your back and you're like yeah okay it's on we're gonna do it yeah it's on <laughs> yeah, i love that so much especially like with morning wood just like pressing into your back you're like oh it happening yeah it's that very it's that very sort of very special awareness of yeah okay mm. it's, it's time to go um i love that yes it was awesome um, and to be fair, he has he has absolutely tried to have sex again since, but I've either been too tired or too sore from going back to the gym this week. So I said oh, no. shit. You're like, oh my god, I, I know I, feel, I relate. I feel so, like such a dick because there's so many people who aren't having sex in lockdown, and I'm literally saying no to it sometimes. Um, oh, so I, I feel like a bit of a twat. But... <laughs> I mean, you got to get what you're given. Yeah, like, I know, I know. Super, like, no, it's terrible. You've got you've got needs and urges. <laughs> yeah, but you can't force yourself to have sex just because you can. No, and exactly. I don't think you should. I think I think it's very no. It, it doesn't create for a great experience. No, I'm going to ask some nosy questions Please about do. your about your relationship. So how how is it being in a throuple and having sex individually? Is like how does that dynamic work? It works fine for us in our very specific situation so the three of us live together full time mm. um my boyfriend uh, sorry my husband has another boyfriend um who's like just mm. his own like little separate little squeeze on the side and it's fabulous and they're awesome um, yeah so we do actually have opportunities where we are all alone in the house at one point or with one yeah. of the other people so we're not having to like compete with each other for for like space for intimacy um yeah we've got just a very nice workable dynamic that suits us 
Yeah, that's so. I mean, it's so, it's so interesting just from like an outsider's point of view because when you when you're only used to monogamous relationships, you you kind of just don't even. You're like, how would I even start that? Yeah, yeah like what, the concept, like how does it work, and how do you, yeah, how do you have sex, and how I, I get asked a lot of like, oh, how 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 do you not get jealous? That's yeah, like that's the main that's probably the main. I think the, the questions I get are, do you not get jealous? Do you all sleep mm-hmm. in the same bed? Yeah, three <laughs> um, in oh, a bed is not okay. It's not, even like, in a king size. We are three. We are three grown yeah. men in, in yeah. a king size bed. Even that doesn't work. Um, no. And oh, you must have three sons all the time. It's probably the other question I get. Yeah. I think there's this assumption I'm constantly having three sons, and I'm not because they're exhausting. Yeah, yeah. that's like, that like an anniversary or birthday treat. Yeah, <laughs> I had um, the threesome that I had at the beginning of this year. We ended up all sleeping in the same bed, and it was just like a normal sized double bed. Oh, and oh yeah. my god, it was the worst night's sleep ever! Yeah, it was yeah, so, so awful and hot. And like the person in the middle is like trying to, you know, they, they want to get cooler, yeah. but they can't then and or uh, go to the toilet. And you can't, it's just not practical. At I was all. falling off the side of the bed, like, oh my god, I just don't have any space. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Oh god, in the double like, as well. Oh, sleeping um, like. Sleeping like sardines, basically. <laughs> Although the guy, the guy that the threesome was with, so it was it was uh two girls, one guy, threesome, and he yeah. was sleeping in the middle. And he like uh, the next day he was like, I loved sleeping in the middle of you both. Oh, really? Like it was amazing. That's kind of cute. Like that, in, in that bigger, like close in a bigger bed. But that is that's kind of sweet. That's cute. Fuck number two. The best fuck. Now, I looked at these questions beforehand, obviously, so I've had some time to think about it. But I'm hoping yeah. I'm narrowing it down to to one because <laughs> I feel like you know I've got the voice. I feel like I have to like say that one of ours is the best, and one of them is definitely like in my top three. Um, yeah. And I think it was like I think it literally was a threesome on Valentine's Day. Ooh, <laughs> and, oh, said, you know, we keep it for special occasions. Um, yeah. I don't remember much about it because you know, it was fairly like you know it was good sex. Of course, it was good sex. It's always good sex. Um. But I think it was just this one moment when I was being Eiffel Towered by the two of them. Um, mm, and what's I just, that? So it's what's when, that? So it's when, like, someone, you're sucking someone's dick and you're getting fucked at the same time. And, like, and oh. they, they may be high-fiving. Like, that can happen. Yeah. High-fiving um, or kissing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, kissing yeah. is definitely the hotter of the two. But, um, oh, my God, the, I love porn, it. You always, see, you always see, like, a bro high-five. Um, yeah. And there was just, and I think what I, I remember most about that moment, because as I say, you know, it was great sex. It was absolutely fine. But it wasn't, like, you know, we weren't going out of our way to make the sex better we were just having good sex um, yeah. and there's just that moment in the middle where i was like this is my happy place now i'm just i'm here yeah. now this Aww. is just yeah just yeah both at the same time um that was, yes it's something that i never used to appreciate when i was younger mm. but as like a as a as a proper grown-up now i'm like yes i'm all here for, all here for it absolutely mm-hmm. um but i do have one other fact that i thought was very good in that it probably made me feel the best ever felt but in a very smug way so not, okay. not entirely positive. Um, so I was with we, my. We can yeah. we can be here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes, yeah, we're here for. Oh yeah. You should. It's. I think if you if you do good sex, you should be a little bit smug about it. Um, exactly. Oh yeah. Fuck so yeah. So it was with my. It was my. It was my ex boyfriend at the time, but like still like a fuck buddy, which was quite nice and very very healthy. I thought very modern. Yeah. Um, and we were at his. He was in uni at the time, so he was living in halls. Um, so I went to his uni halls like once or twice a month, and like would stay for like the night. Um, and we're having sex on his desk, and this guy was. So I'm five foot seven and like I'm quite broad now, but I wasn't back then because it was about five, six, seven years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, he's six foot and a half. So he's like much taller than oh. I am. Oh, wow. Um, and he's never played a di- rugby in a day in his life, but he looks like he could. 
Um, yeah. And he was, so he was so much taller than me. So he was sort of like sitting on the desk and I was fucking him. Um, and I'm actually making him come hands free. Oh, just because like because he's like we were sitting like he was he wasn't lying on the desk he was like sitting on it and his butt was like just yeah. far enough off of it. Oh my god, that's um, so hot! And like there was moonlight coming through the window, and our like our chests oh. were like rubbing against each other. I think it was the friction that did it, and I felt mm. so smug and so yeah. self righteous. I was like, I am a god. <laughs> I am the god. No one will ever be better than me. A hands free come is the fucking it is, one. It's, oh yeah, like I I imagine it must Mad. feel pretty great but oh, doing yeah. it to someone felt pretty great as well yeah yeah like i've i, I haven't even touched a dick yeah. mate and yeah going all over the place mm. just bad me oh that's just i oh. think we need to be proud of ourselves when we do really great sexual acts to other people oh, because we're just like we've just given like great pleasure and like, there's nothing better than that feeling oh yeah it's all of- it's all about giving them a bit of worship and a bit of love exactly exactly you know what the when you said the thing about the happy place i i this really brought this brought like a random thought into my mind and i was wondering if like either of you would relate to this Mm -hmm. so i've always had like this massive phobia of death but sometimes (laughs) when i'm having sex i get into this place where i'm just like in this in in such a moment of pure bliss and happiness that i feel this is the only time i only time i ever feel like this i am so happy right now i would be okay dying in this moment <laughs> just this moment i mean that is the that would be the I mean, best if you're, death, if you're like... gonna die you might as well yeah. take that moment of bliss to go out yeah. on I wonder, right? I wonder yeah. if actually what's happening is you're like you're so close to like just shedding your physical form altogether and that's that's what the feelings you're like you're trying to like just your soul's trying to push its way out of the body but just doesn't quite make yeah. it transcend absolutely if you're gonna transcend that's how you do it it's not through meditation it's through just getting sex. literally fucked yeah. out of your own body yeah because sex can be such like a surreal like even psychedelic like experience mm-hmm. yeah. it takes you places it yeah. really does like it I was can do, yeah I mean mm. I feel like it definitely happens in your older life like I remember trying to reach that so much when I was younger and it's only until now I can have that mm. that sex that you literally feel so high and you're just like you're and on top of that I was also, also thinking you you get oxygen high as well because you're breathing mm. so much and so that must play a part but yeah when you like literally leave your own body and you're it's like an out-of-body experience looking down at yourself like what the fuck imagine if that actually fully happened mm. i'm pretty sure i i'm pretty sure i had that with my last fuck i know if you, if you fucked your clone i think that's how you would see it because when you reach oh. that moment, that moment and you like you would just see it and know what it looks like that'd be Whoa. so interesting absolutely. like a clone i would absolutely image. fuck my clone absolutely absolutely without, just without hesitation it's the ultimate knowing that you're good at it yeah, yeah. i feel like it's the ultimate in self-confidence it's like fuck yeah i'm sexy yeah absolutely and i do actually mm-hmm. i have a little bit of experience with this not that i've ever cloned like myself but <laughs> <laughs> that would be you know that's that's not great um <laughs> but i did make uh like a dildo of my dick like you know how you yeah. get all this. So I, was, I was doing it for a client and then um who lives in america so like he's not going to get the real thing you might as well get you know a fair copy um, yeah. and despite that being an incredibly stressful process to make and i fucked it up twice and I, I, my confidence is shattered like because trying to like you have to do the mold very quickly you've got like two minutes before it's unusable yeah so you're fiddling about mixing stuff and trying to stay hard at the same time 
Um, and it's just that is pretty impossible, actually. Because Florence and I have done um, pl- cloning pussy kits, mm. and they are mm. hard. But let alone if you have to stay hard in a like in a cold mixture, I can't even imagine how that. Must so it's, be. it's not cold, actually. I think I think people just yeah. think it's cold, but actually it's not. It's relatively close to body temperature. Um, yeah, interesting. It's not, it's not too cold, but it's not too hot either. And um, but yeah, so yeah. before I sent the the good one that I made, before I sent it to the client, I absolutely fucked myself with it. Um, yeah. but to, just yes, so I could say, just so I could say, yeah, I know what my dick feels like, and now no oh one can ever God, tell me so... to go fuck myself because I'm like, I have, I have, and, <laughs> and it was good. It was good. Like I definitely see why people like my dick. Fuck number three, the fantasy fuck. Absolute fantasy fuck. Probably just the like the very typical, sorry, sloppy piggy gangbang one mm, bottom 10 top yeah. thing i think i definitely want to oh, yeah. like i'm not like a, a by no means a total bottom very very much versatile but mm. actually sort of just being like the one bottomy for the 10 tops i'm oh, and just fuck, like, yeah. yeah and just like just poppers constantly just getting blitzed <laughs> that is absolutely. i think that's the fantasy definitely yeah yeah being like a total fuck yes pig. absolutely oh. just not having a clue what's going on <laughs> it, it does look pretty awesome like it, it makes for good porn um, I think this this is the best thing about this section is that it's just is basically our porn like our own dream porn scenario. Yeah, no it, limit. It's ridiculous. Like, it's amazing. It, yeah. Moon and like open up a suit and and like actually fuck on them. I don't know. Some crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah. What like what in detail like what would be going on in this orgy? Like what would be? Oh, have you not really thought that far? Not, not too much. I think one of the really easy <laughs> ones that I could conjure and I'd be very happy with is I used to play rugby. Um, mm. until just the end of last year um so like so the very typical locker room but some oh, locker yeah. room that has a comfortable bed in it because i'm not oh, yeah, i'm not doing it on some bench or something like that i want to be comfortable while i'm getting plowed absolutely yeah I'm this is the, fa- the ultimate fantasy fuck it has to be yeah, like it should, it has be, to it should be very comfort. comfortable yeah, uh, you've got, like, you're are... close to bed in the middle of these changing rooms <laughs> absolutely and there's a lot of um there's a lot of gay rugby teams around the uk and there's lots of very hot players in those teams. So it's not even, oh, it's not even an unrealistic fantasy of like, I don't know, the English football team or whatever. Not the English football team, that's a terrible one. But um, like the Scottish <laughs> rugby team. I don't know why I didn't start there. The Scottish rugby team. All gorgeous guys. But most of them are probably straight. It's never going to happen. But well, yeah, there's all these people who actually exist who are gay rugby players who will play you. It's amazing. Ooh. So potentially this could even be reality. Oh, absolutely. Day. Absolutely. As soon as I'm allowed to fuck other people who do, who I don't live with, I will absolutely be trying to make something like that happen. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. So this this fantasy fuck is like a very real oh, thing. I, I don't see why not. Absolutely not. I just need to do like a little tour of the UK and like organize a <laughs> gangbang in one of them. And like it, it can't be that hard. Everyone just seems to do it. Um, <laughs> what is it about gangbangs? I think it's just the exposure. Not not just a different dick. Um, but like you know, it's quite nice. That every dick's different. Um, yeah. But like to like the way that person fucks and how they interact with others and things like, I think there's a lot to be taken from that. And just yeah. the, the the used feeling. Um, it's, yeah. It's just, it was... The more people who use it, the dirtier it gets. You know. And also like center of attention and having oh, yeah. everybody. Want to fuck absolutely. You, like, they may like they may that. think it's for them, but this is absolutely for me. This is me yeah. worshiping, and yeah. this is the way I'm going to get worshiped. <laughs> <laughs> And they can leave the money at the door. I've heard of um someone was telling me about this sex party that they went to and they saw like a huge queue, like a line of people. I can't remember if this was in the podcast or not, but I feel like it was. 
um, basically they thought it was a cue to the toilet, but turns out it was a ah. cue to fuck this lady in in this bed, awesome. and it was just like a massive queue of people, and she was just getting like fucked by all these people, and like I think awesome. it is it is like a really hot idea. I don't know if I'd actually want it ever in reality, but like I've definitely masturbated oh, to the thought of just being like fuck, and it's the fucked and used. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's the especially especially with something like a cue. These people are waiting. You know, time is the most precious mm. resource in the universe. It's so finite, <laughs> and they are dedicating some of that precious resource that they're never going to get mm-hmm. back to standing in a line, not even fucking you, waiting to fuck you. Yeah. I was going to say, I swear, this person that said the story was like, I was waiting for the toilet in this queue, and then got there and was like, oh, it's just a woman. <laughs> I wonder. I want to know what they did when they got. Yeah. There. Mm, did they actually go it in? Might be like, you know, if it was behind a closed door, you might not know until it's literally your turn to go in. Yeah, literally your turn. And yeah. then you're like, you're like, well, I did come for a pee. Yeah. And then she says she's but, up for that, so you're fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> on you inside of you. Why not? Ah. I mean, I mean, may as well make it water sports as well. Why I, not? I, I, I feel like yeah. bo- I feel like various body fillers are going to be involved in this, no matter which we use. Mm, so you yeah. might as well just put down the rubber and just accept it. Yeah, yeah human toilet it's perfect absolutely and you just want to be like handcuffed like strapped up to the bed so you can't even like move or get out oh, yeah. handcuffed blindfolded mm-hmm. headphones on whatever yeah like, sensory yeah, just, deprivation absolutely just play oh. some like disney music or something <laughs> just something. oh my god not not any of those like popper beat uh beats but just give me like the lion king that would yeah. be fucking unreal imagine just like literally not knowing anything I'm mean, just I like I feel about Disney yeah. music. That's, that would <laughs> me up. I'd be sitting there singing like, "Let it go." This is a whole new world. It's kind of crazy because this stuff actually does happen. Oh, I'm still, like anything that we can imagine absolutely happens. Mm. Yeah, apart from like alien stuff that we know. Oh, I know that would be my dream. I'm still, and, like I'm a huge Star Trek fan, so like I love aliens from all places, and yeah, absolutely want to get fucked by some of them. Like absolutely, oh, right? God. Yes, yeah, abducted, turn into like a little sex safe, have sexual experiments on you. Yeah, oh, and they just like, and then they're really, but they're really nice about it. Oh, of course. Of course. Like, you know, like, yeah. we've got the probe. Are you okay? Like, can we get you a oh, Yeah. We've moved up a Starbucks. That ruin it for me. It's like, no questions. Because they can't speak my <laughs> language. So they're just trying to, like, I'm a test guinea pig. And, yeah. I'm just like, I, I think if I had an alien fancy encounter, I just want to be impregnated by yes. the aliens and, like, grow some weird, little weird, like, alien child whilst yeah, that'd be so being hot. fucked every day by weird tentacles. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Fuck number four. The what the fuck? Um, there was I've got this again. This one where I have like where I have two shorter stories, so so it works together. Um, okay. My first one is more of a me being as being a dumbass one. So I was fifteen. I was with my fifteen year old boyfriend. You're like, you know, okay, we're gonna like lose our virginity, so it's gonna be great. 
And yeah. so we knew that that meant anal. It, and sorry, I take that back. It doesn't losing your virginity does not just mean anal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, that was the way we decided to to do it. And um, mm-hmm. but we didn't know that loop was a thing or that it was a necessary component of the whole process. Um, didn't know about fingering. Didn't know about rimming. You know, none of the prep work that oh. you should do to fuck someone. Um, especially yeah. Um, and I was the bottom for it. <laughs> so oh, it, was, it did not last long. It did not last long at all. Um, ah. And I didn't try anal again for like two years. Yeah, um, of course, it's traumatic. It was, that was, We've all been there. We've been there. Um, and then my other story is probably like one of the the least sexy things that could happen while you're having sex with someone. Um, okay. So I met the guy in Grindr. I was at his flat. We were getting down, getting down to it in his room, um, and I was just put. I was down at crotch level. And we were lying on the bed. I was, actually, I was just about to start pulling down his boxers like you know like like all sex like just s- slowly revealing and he stopped yeah. me to warn me that he had a small dick before i pulled the, the trousers down mm-hmm. so uh, so i pulled down his box i was like yeah okay that's fine like because i'm a grown-up i can totally be okay with that and it yeah. was quite small we're talking like micro dick size uh, yeah yeah it wasn't, oh. it wasn't really and i was like i don't know why he felt the need to warn me because he shouldn't he should just be positive with what he's got and use it um yeah but, yeah Mm. but i guess if you are self-conscious you do you you do like you feel yeah, like yeah. I, I mean i even the last time i had sex i like i just got a bikini wax oh, and gosh. i had like a little bit of like ingrown hair mm. kind of like rash not rash but like it didn't look as pretty as like i would like want it yeah. to look. <laughs> and i felt like i, I feel the need to mm. be like uh yeah it's not like looking like the best yeah and i've got there. um i've got quite a lot of back hair which i'm I'm learning to embrace but certainly when i was much mm-hmm. younger it's something i would always warn someone about as if it's a bad thing which is terrible yeah. and i would yeah. never think it's anything less than sexy on someone else but just on me i was like no this isn't okay um, yeah and i hope and I, I hope that thing. i hope that that guy's developed more confidence with his dick because he's got it he can yeah. use it it works so yeah you know he just needs to own it a little bit it's, it is the self-confidence thing but i think that talking about it is a, a coping mechanism that we do to normalize it yeah absolutely and almost to gauge their reaction like i did exactly i do exactly the same thing i'm a fucking gassy bitch like i i burp and fart all the time especially when i'm nervous or on a one-night stand i am i'm like bubbling and you know when you hold it in it's so uncomfortable yeah. but yet i still don't have it in me to just like fuck someone new and just to be able to fart comfortably and I'm trying to get there but I'm like I know it's gonna smell it's gonna be really annoying yeah. and so I'm in agony like last time I fucked I literally got up and left the hotel room at 3 a.m to go into the corridor to just to <laughs> fart just to fucking that fart. Is more care than I've shown to many a one night stand oh. and it's and it's nice to to look back at the experience now and have a much more positive outlook now than I did yeah. then because th- then I did the very whole oh my god he has a tiny dick he was totally right why did you tell me this this is awful blah 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 yeah, and it, yeah. it tainted the experience and it tainted that memory mm-hmm. and I, i'm sorry that i was like that but i'm grateful that i'm not like that now yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, exactly. it does take that kind of element of of learning and just to be accepting in and to remind yourself that like if someone says about an insecurity you've got to be like hey i'm totally cool with it that's mm-hmm. cool and that will actually just set them up the fact that you said that this guy's dick it was you know he knew how to use it it was a great dick well i mean if you had said that to him then he he might you might be like fuck yeah yeah but i think like when we're younger as well because we know like everything that we know about human bodies and sex and stuff a lot of it is from porn and like yeah. what we assume is like the average and stuff so when we encounter something that is different we do have this sort of immediate reaction of 
kind of shock, don't we? And like, what do I do with this? I've never been told what to do with this. Um, like, and it's a, it's almost like a panicking situation. Yeah, we've done. I've done, I've done the same with like, no one taught us or gave us gave us the tools so that when we come across a dick that goes flaccid, how to react to it. Mm. And a lot of women especially go, or a lot of people especially go, oh, you're, you know, your dick's flaccid. So therefore it must be my fault. And, yeah. and you, you're not attracted to me when often or not, it's the opposite. They're so attracted to you that they are that nervous that they've yeah. just got or inside that, their or, they're so, or you're so into the experience. That actually, you do get distracted. And yeah. you do lose your boner a bit, but it's because you're, it's not because you're not interested. It's because you're so interested. You're so yeah. into it that actually it's going out of your dick because it's just in like all of you and it's just awesome. <laughs> That's such a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, <sighs> it's like in their body, in their mind, not in their, yeah. Well, yeah, in their member. But I guess it, the only way that we really get around those um, self-confidence issues and and also like how we feel about other people is just talking about things more openly, I guess, mm. and like being open to learn and like, I guess watching not necessarily just like traditional porn but like watching porn with like real people um not like porn stars aren't real people but you know, <laughs> I don't know sometimes like, like and I, I've met a couple now um in my line of work um and some of them do seem a bit I don't want to say vacuous because that sounds terrible but yeah <laughs> there's not as much thought into what they're doing which is fine because you know it's still it's still something that's attractive to a lot of people um, yeah I like, I like to feel like bring a more real authentic mm-hmm. amateur stuff that's why my stuff looks terrible because I've got <laughs> what I'm doing and that's why I think I'm good because I don't know what I'm doing I'm just doing mm. what everyone else is doing but with a camera on. yeah yeah love that and that's on your OnlyFans yeah that is, that is my OnlyFans people check it out it's like five yeah. months it's nothing <laughs> what is your OnlyFans it's just my initials it's R-M-W-X-X-X because yeah. I did not I did not think of a clever porn name when I started out and I should have because it'd be so much easier for like marketing and branding and things like that yeah, I regret I mean, not doing it now well I mean there's like it's fine people will find you if they want to Absolutely. I actually did want to ask you um with your job how that works with uh sex work do they know are you honest about it with them or is it like uh, it certainly wasn't my intention to let anyone work know not for any reason other than I didn't feel it was necessary or appropriate because I'm, I'm there to do a very different function um, yeah and i didn't want and about i don't have a problem with sex work of course mm-hmm. i know a lot of other people would somehow think that, that would affect my performance or the quality of my work or the intention mm-hmm. of my work um so i kept on some people at work do know um and are obviously fine with it and there's nothing i certainly couldn't find anything explicitly in any rule that said that i wasn't able to do it mm-hmm. um you know i don't you know i create a new twitter i don't have work people on it i, I do try and keep them separated my my feeling is, and this is based purely on my own speculation experience, is it, it's a healthcare service. It provides healthcare to all, and it has mm. to it has to appear neutral. So actually, I think they mm. the, they support people's health. Yeah, in its, in its different in its different ways. So you, there yeah. has to be a a degree of neutrality in that. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. a good way to look at it. They have to be. And they should be. And they should. Mm. That's the way to be. I think that's the. I think that's the ethical and moral way to be is actually to be as neutral as possible because you don't want what you're doing to be affected by preconceptions. Yeah, and it's quite 
I guess it's quite random because we we are in a bubble of like people that really like support sex work mm-hmm. and see like everything that like we all do is like really normal. Like talking about sex is really normal and it's not like this like seedy like underground thing. But like I had a conversation with my dad the other day um, about like what I do for a living and he's still very much of the opinion that like what I do is very like underground and like seedy and like i'm gonna get taken in by like traffickers and like yeah and, like, and it's really important to, to tackle sort of things like that head on mm-hmm. actually nothing that we're doing is illegal you know sex work is not illegal it is no. inherently legal and i pay tax and um, i just filled out that self-assessment form so if yeah. i if i can get taxed for it then it's real it has to it exists yeah, yeah, and why is it seedy? Like, we all do it. The only reason that we are all here on this earth, on this planet, is because someone had sex. Yeah. yeah. Just not one person, just someone. It, it speaks to, yeah, one person did it by themselves. <laughs> it, it does speak to, it speaks to a much wider sort of societal problem about how we think about sex. And we've been taught from a very young age, we've all been taught to see sex as either just a necessary function for reproduction, mm. not for pleasure, but just for reproduction. Yeah. Or is this sort of quiet, shameful thing? Because it's not for young people and things like that. And that's, and that's fine to a degree. You know, there, there is something to be said for not showing kids everything. You know, that's that's fine. There, ha- yeah. there has to be time for that sort of thing. But we we do make it look like it's a naughty thing to do. And then, of course, and then of course, as young people, we're like, oh, we want to do that because it's naughty and we're not supposed yeah. to. And then you yeah, do it well, and you realise, actually, these are just a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> You're just doing it with someone else. Um <laughs> And it's and it's not that big a deal. And it's it's we put so much f- emphasis on what sex is in a bad way that actually when we do it, we realize actually it's not a, it's nothing. It's just mm. what you happen to be doing at that time. I, it's good cardio, as I call it. Yeah, it's it great cardio. cardio. Only, really. It's in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> fuck number five: the fuck that changed the game. <laughs> my very first threesome ah, uh, okay. absolutely changed my opinion of sex for the rest of my life in a, wow. in a slow gradual it wasn't like an instant like lightning bolt but that's that started mm-hmm. a chain of events that absolutely brought me to where i am now for which i'm very grateful because i quite like i'm quite enjoying life uh, <laughs> yeah. it's you know coronavirus not notwithstanding um <laughs> so i was i was with my husband it was before we'd got engaged um, and we were talking ca- very casually about like, bucket list things and things we'd always want to do. And of course I said a threesome because that's on everyone's bucket list, whether you're willing to admit yeah. it or not. And then you yeah. do it and you realize it's not as big a deal as you thought it was, just like sex the first time. Um, and and I, I jokingly said, oh yeah, I'd love to have a threesome. And he's like, well, you, you know, we can if you want to. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, I was 19. I was, I thought I was monogamous. I didn't know there was another way to be, you know, I wouldn't mm. even do like casual hookups. And I was always... You know, you could only have sex with your boyfriend, that sort of thing. That sort of yeah. almost institutionalization and in, in sort of like societal looking at it. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay. So you got one of his friends around who was lovely and he was so nice. And it was a lovely experience. Um, but I have never been as nervous in my life. Oh. And I'm like, and like I've done stuff. Like, I've seen stuff. <laughs> and this is absolutely the most nerve wracking, almost impossible thing to do. I was shaking so hard. It was sore. Oh. Oh no! And I know, and I and looking back, I have absolutely no logical rationale um, <laughs> for that. But it was such an incredibly anxious experience, um, mm. 
and as and, and it, because it, it went so well and it was lovely and the, the other person was lovely and, and my husband was lovely about it um, and we did it a few more times and I got much more comfortable felt much more comfortable myself um, and then we sort of moved from that to a sort of semi-open relationship and then our, well, then we met our boyfriend so that all started so that one yeah. piece literally started how my life has turned out ah uh, so it literally opened you up to like a whole new yeah, world of relationships other ways to be and now that's the, and now the only way i want to be is a different yeah yeah that's incredible i i do know that th- threesomes are the most popular kink that that every like or like across all genders and all sexualities mm-hmm. most popular kink actually I, I find them a lot of hard work they are hard work they're really hard work and they're not always necessarily pleasurable you're getting off on like the experience the pleasure of the, 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 the atmosphere action. yeah, yeah the, the atmosphere mm-hmm. yeah then, yeah it's hard to come in a situation like that there's a lot to think about you're not just you, thinking you, about you never know when you're supposed person. to come it feels yeah. like you're in a lot of time where that's your your little channel to come because it can be very yeah. confusing you don't like how do you know when it's like starting to taper off nicely yeah or, or you know when's it ramping up you know when does the next person show up uh, you're, you're very like you're very like clocked on i feel mm. like the whole time during a threesome because there's so much like that you need to give your attention to because you want to make it's almost like okay there's two people here and i want to make sure that they're both having a great time and i'm giving pleasure like i want to make sure that i am giving pleasure to both of these people and you can't like you just can't lose yourself you're the mm. ultimate party host yeah yes you're the sexual party host it literally is that Mm. do you also think that we all have this fantasy for threesome because it's been mentioned so much in like popular mainstream media oh absolutely Mm. you know if you think about like think about like people like um vin diesel in the triple x movie which is Mm. like that sort of thing is like transformative for like especially for young guys and you know you're the you're the big strong muscular man who's got this specific skill set you walk into the room there's a massive bed and there's a two very slim ladies trailing themselves over the bed yeah Um, and and that's like you're supposed to be you're taught that that's sort of that's cool and that's different and that's like a like a seminal life-changing event sort of thing and then you do it and you realize it's not at all it's just another day yeah Yeah. a good day a good day but it's still just a day um yeah it's kind of like the more manageable um like gangbang or orgy and you, you have two people focusing on you in most people's minds yeah. So, although I would argue that a foursome is actually easier because you can kind yeah. of pairs. Whereas yeah. the priest, there's always the risk one of you is going to be left out, which can be absolutely fine, you know, if you're just chilling and getting some downtime, um, or it can make you feel quite excluded and left out. So, mm-hmm. if anything, I would argue that a foursome is easier. Yeah. yeah. I I had this like I had this fancy with the last person that I was seeing, um, that like we were going to become because we started watching like um more like sex tutorials and stuff, and I was just like, we are both going to become like the best <laughs> at sex, and like we're going to go out and like have threesomes and just show people like the best time and yeah, give that one yeah. person like the best pleasure that they have ever experienced yeah. in their whole life. I was so excited about this fantasy, but obviously it's not going to happen now because I'm not seeing them anymore. But oh, still, there will be others. Yeah, there'll be others. You can do that. You can go around teaching people and teaching. I just wanted to be like, you know, that's like the ultimate like partner in crime, like power couple, where you're just like going around and (laughs) fucking people. For fuck's sake! This week's sex question is. 
by any chance, you don't have some recommendations to be on top during sex, movements, advice, tips and tricks for being on top and make men crazy, even exercises to do at home to have strong legs to be on top. So for me on top, I take it you mean that I'm bottoming, but I'm sitting on top for the sake of this question. Yes. 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 I, don't, I assume that's what they must be meaning. Yeah. This come from a, from from a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do quite like sitting on top sometimes. I don't always because sometimes you don't always want to be in control. But if you want to be in control, excellent position to do it from. Mm-hmm. Um, squats. If, if you're looking for an exercise, certainly for me, I do a fair bit of squats. So squats never hurt. Make sure you just tighten up your butt. Um, if it's anal sex you're having, definitely make sure you keep tightening that butt up. Uh, Ooh, and then, exercises. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's always, always about being ready. Um, <laughs> I think if someone's getting to, if someone is getting to fuck you, if they have got the privilege of going to town on whatever it is you got to give, mm-hmm. I think they owe it to you and to themselves a little bit as well to like to get the red the area ready. So if I'm getting fucked and I'm sitting on top, you better be making sure I am wet and as sloppy as anything. So like mm, lots yeah. of ribbon, lots of fingering, lots of just getting me into the mood. If you want to fuck me, you have to make me want to get fucked. Mm-hmm. You need to uh, feel like yeah. a queen on top. Yeah, absolutely. You mm-hmm. should feel like fucking royalty. Exactly. Um, and you're just, and they are just your mindless little fuck stick. They're just a little thing poking at the ground. <laughs> that, is, that is for you to slam down on the way you want to do it. Um, and if you're tighter or if you're maybe not as experienced, it, being on top can be good because it lets you control. Like you tell, mm. you tell the other one just to sit still and shut the fuck up. And you just, you decide when you're ready to like, to move. Yeah. Uh, and that gives you a bit more control especially if it's something you're a little bit intimidated by yeah I actually I fully get the like hesitation and like the intimidation of being on top because I've definitely been in that position where I'm like I don't feel like I'm that great at being on top because I'm like I sometimes I don't even know like what what movements and what things to do like mm. my favorite thing being on top is when the person underneath takes it the is fu- yeah it's fucking yes. like, and you're holding yes. your position you're like shaking and yeah I love, I love being the top doing that because i've got not not to brag but i've got like excellent rhythm in, <laughs> oh, in my hip for that terrible dancer great fucker uh, <laughs> but oh, like if you can just if you can hold their hips and then mm-hmm. just like slam as hard as you can. It's a great abdominal exercise as well. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I work in there. It's awesome. I fucking hate being on top so much. I'm such a lazy bitch. I want to be <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the only way I'd be on top. Is it if I was on top and then someone was holding my ass up just to fuck me? <laughs> I think also when people are um, taking it from the bottom, like everyone likes it like slightly different movement and rhythm wise Mm. and it also is all to do with like the shape of um whatever you're fucking as well so it it, you really have to test the waters when you're Mm -hmm. up with being like fast slow and like ask them like how how they like it and like maybe they can like also guide you as well like i i love love it when someone like takes takes like my butt in their hands and like mm-hmm. moves me like with what they want as well like I feel like being on top should be a joint effort like it should mm-hmm. be like it shouldn't just be like all up to you and you're like shit like what do I do but mm-hmm. it also like as you said as well like you want some advice for like exercise and stuff it doesn't hurt to have really fucking strong thighs. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's painful. You know, you, I do like three squats and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> so become a squatting pro, basically. Absolutely. But also, you, you, you don't right have to as well. 
Like if you if you want to, if you want to actively go out and do those exercises, then yeah, just yeah. do your squats. A good tip was like whenever um, my mate brushes their teeth, they do squats while they're brushing their teeth, so that they're not even oh. thinking about like going and doing a session. It's That's just part really of their brushing idea. teeth routine. Yeah, I was like sick. That is nice actually keep awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, what you were saying as well about size, I think it's a good point because I also can't get on top of the if like a, the dick is too big mm. and I cannot sit directly. You know, when you sit comfortably on top of something, mm. I'm yeah. in too much pain. So I'm like having to hover a couple of like, however. Yeah. And it can be really painful. Um, so it just depends on how you're made, really. Absolutely. Fucking hell. This week's sex story is when I was 15 and my boyfriend at the time was 16, his dad walked in on us fucking. He told us we weren't allowed because of the age. We started fucking in public, like on malls or in parks, etc. However, when we were home alone one day at his at his house, we fucked, obviously. When his dad came home later, he told us again that we weren't allowed and and we said we didn't. He told me to leave, and before I did, me and my boyfriend found a camera under the TV, (gasps) which was pointed at (gasps) the couch where we had sex. His dad recorded us having sex, including anal and vaginal sex, only, only to have proof. When he found out that we knew about the camera... He said that he was sorry and he didn't save the video. Till this day, I regret not suing him for child pornography and I feel disgusting thinking about it three years later. That is so far. That's fucked fucked on numerous levels. Because it started off fine. And like, yeah. and then, when the dad said you can't do that, you're not old enough. That's legitimate. That's fine. You know, that, that's a law and it's there yeah. for a reason. Um, and I know that you know young people don't necessarily care about that as much but there is a legal thing there that you do have to worry about and that's totally mm-hmm. legitimate so that's yeah. part of the point of advice how that escalated from just fucking at home and getting caught to then fucking outdoors where you're definitely going to get caught yeah. I, I don't understand <laughs> that jump how did they get from shagging at home to then shagging everywhere just because their dad said it was illegal which it mm. was well mm. if, i mean it's probably like made it more taboo and if they couldn't fuck at home they had to find somewhere else to fuck yeah. But why go public? You find like, you know, you get in a car or you find like a deserted beach or something. I feel like, like I feel like they must have been in a car. But they, they said the mall. So I feel yeah. like I don't know. I'm imagining like I'm imagining a park. toilet or a dark yeah. corner or something. Oh, do you think? I'm, not, I'm imagining right in the middle, like yeah. right in the middle, sitting by the fountain in front of everyone. <laughs> That's wild. Um, I guess we can't ignore the fact that in this story. Like this guy should have been fully sued and like yeah, sent to prison yeah. and like the the whole filming to prove like why would you go to that like I why would you go to that extreme how was that the when it's your reasonable... children yeah when it was anyone bad. how was that the only reasonable scenario that came to your oh, mind God. and then they like, to watch a little bit of it and like and then there's the whole pedo oh, connotation God. as well it just oh, that, is not, that is not a good reaction to that situation mm. at all. Not yeah. at all. And I, I actually think that when parents find out that their kids are having sex, like, obviously their kids are going to be having sex. Yeah, like, like, when you get to that age, you want to, like, people tend to want to lose their virginity. They're going through puberty. Like, it's a totally normal thing to happen. I lost my virginity when I was 15. Like, 
And yeah, my parents probably wouldn't have been like, cool, go ahead. And I did wait until they were out on holiday. But still. <laughs> I mean, I if, tried when I was 15. I failed, but I did try. Mm, mm. But you just have to be, you have to be, um, parents just have to like, be okay with it. It's a human yeah, experience. I don't know. It's just because I think a lot of parents get to that point in their lives where they don't feel comfortable about mm. sex within themselves. So they project it onto their children. Yeah. And it's, it should just be like a whole, it, it should just be part of the regular conversation. Yeah. Um, but could, fingers crossed we'll change that. I could maybe have understood a more extreme reaction if the older one was a lot older. Mm, like, if it, yeah. like if it's 15 and 30. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. Or even maybe. 15 and like, I don't know, 20, 19. Yeah, or yeah. yeah like, 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 but when you're sitting right on the cusp, like, how yeah, is that yeah. the appropriate reaction? Yeah, that's it's not okay. Good. It's not okay. Good. It's totally illegal and disgusting. I bet there's a great white man who did that and thought it was okay. Probably. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Can almost guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Time for us to fuck off. Fuck off, everyone. Fuck Thank off. you, Ross, so much for coming on. Your stories were fucking brilliant. Yes, Thanks and great that. advice too. It's been an absolute pleasure. It has, it has been my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Where can our curious fuckers find you? You can find me on Twitter at, R- at RMWXXX. Nice. And then OnlyFans as well, yeah? And on OnlyFans, but you'll find all the links there. That'll be on Twitter. Just, yeah, just you'll find it all on Twitter. It's all there. Beautiful. Well, thanks for so much for listening, guys. Um, we are just sending our love out to you wherever you may be. And please do rate um uh, what's it? What do you say, Florence? The bit where they actually have to write, rate, rate and review, rate and, and review, subscribe yeah, okay. to this podcast. But also, I'm going to do another shout out to leave us ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts because yeah. we got a couple of one stars. And like, who the hell is such a hater? Oh, so we need to up because we used to be like at 4.9 stars. So that's like a really top rated to podcast. I, I only to... do quality podcasts. I was, was going to say it's, it cannot be a one star podcast. It's basically is... just like a disgruntled ex of ours or someone who hates <laughs> us who's just like making loads of new accounts just to rate and be like, I hate you. Yeah, trolls. Absolute mm. trolls. So we need your help, curious fuckers, to pump that back up again. Yes, please. And... Yes, please, curious fuckers. Yeah, and also <laughs> please share this podcast to anyone who may enjoy it. Uh, follow us. You can follow us on Instagram at Come Curious and Read Amber X and Florence Bark. Oh, yeah. And then if you have a sex story or sex question please email it in at fksgivenpodcast at gmail.com and you will hear us next week curious fuckers yes oh, we've also got a patreon coming for all the like special extra goodies and things so yeah make sure you're it's, it's going to be released soon you'll have all the details then yeah keep keep your ears and eyes peeled mm, and your penis is peeled <laughs> 